0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the shift with Anna and Skip. Edutainment for the body, mind, and spirit. Are you ready to roll? Well, 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 well. Hello, 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 folks, and welcome to the shift with Anna and Skip. And I'm Skip Jennings.
2: And I'm Monica Caban.
1: Hey, what's up, my Puerto Rican sister from another mister?
2: Oh, so much. I can't wait to tell you, my black brother from another mother. (laughs) Hmm, Where should I begin? Well, I'll just tell you, this is a very special weekend for me. Why? And, well, the reason is, as you know, and many of our listeners know, I have a young child. He's four and a half now. And Poppy decided to take him on a road trip to San Diego, just the boys.
1: And you're Bobby means, husband, right?
2: Yeah, Poppy is well. Poppy just oh, means Poppy. daddy, but oh, yeah,
1: Poppy. like oh. Poppy
2: Chulo, you know. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you like me to say Papi Chulo. So, anyway, they went up to San Diego to do some stuff like, I don't know, see, you know, like uh, the Marine Corps boot camp training and that kind of stuff that really isn't up my alley. And that means that mommy got to stay home and get a massage and spend almost three hours at Nordstrom Rack last night, which is like a department store, if you guys don't know, if you don't know Nordstrom. Um, and to and have brunch with a friend, and then after this, it will be glam time for hair. You know,
1: oh, that's bit of time for mommy, mommy time. I, I love that little mimi time. Yeah, what's up wow. with you, though? Sounds like fun. Um, I'm in this. Believe it or not, I'm in this workshop all weekend long. Um, it is a anatomy workshop. It's about um, really, it's a real technical. Uh, myofascia release for um, our clients and our students and getting really technical about the body and how to release pain and all that, helping on the physical. So I'm in this workshop with these very young, 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 big guys, like 23, 24, 25, and we're going through the anatomy, and they're having us mark the body, and she's like, okay, so guys, take your shirts off, and I'm like, what? No way. And these guys take their shirts off. 0% Zero percent body fat and here I am forty nine years years old and if i you're look young, at a bagel, young if I get a look at a bagel, I go bam, 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 all over the place, you know? So I just sucked it up and I just took off my shirt and I just did it. Anyway. So Good for you. But, but I'm never eating again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so yeah, funny. Well, that's awesome. I almost joined you for that workshop, and now that you said it was like heavy anatomy and brainy, so glad I decided just to get R&R this weekend.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you did, too. But it's really, really good, good workshop. It's with the Yoga Tune Up people, and it's um, Jill Miller. She's one of our presenters in our industry, and, Mm -hmm. and hopefully we'll have her on one day. Maybe she can talk about Yoga Tune Up. But today, we have a very, very special guest, one of my dear friends, and I I love this chick so much, and um, every time I'm with her, I just feel so good, and she is doing some amazing things in the industry, and I just love her to death, and I know she's going to be a good friend of yours. So, um, let's welcome Angela uh, uh, Nissel to our program here.
0: Hey, Hey, Angela. Hey, what's up? I'm hanging up now to go to that workshop
1: with all this poppin' <laughs> in though. So I will
0: catch y'all on next week. <laughs>
1: right, bye. Hello, hello, hello. A- Andrew. I know you work out because I know you work out at uh, Equinox, where where both Anna and I work. But um, what what brings you to your workout? Why do you work out? What's what's up with that? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: it's these this is a crazy, crazy thing. thing. Why would you work out, Angela? Really? Why do you work
1: out? I
0: work out because I'm still single and I try to make somewhat attractive. <laughs> try to mingle. As soon as I get married, I'm just gonna blow up. I don't care. But I'm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love No, but it's really it's so it's really hard for me to get there and it's a it's a stress relief. It really it feels mm-hmm. so good afterwards. And plus, I write a lot, a lot of times from home, so I don't get to leave the house, so it's like my little playground.
1: Right. And to see you, Skip. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, I, I I know for a fact that you do not have anything to worry about. You are looking amazing lately. I'm oh, just, my God. Yes. Oh, thank indeed. you. Yes, indeed. Um. Today's title of the show is The Skinny Jeans. It's more than The Skinny Jeans, but sometimes it is about The Skinny Jeans. Mm-hmm. And as I told Anna, my I got my skinny jeans got bigger this year. I just bought bigger, skinnier jeans, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay
0: and with my, that.
1: Yeah, my skinny jeans are just
0: boot cut. I'm not even trying. To <laughs> <laughs> That's skinny enough. They're not flares. They're boot
1: cuts. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, when when you hear that about the skinny jeans, or it's more than the skinny jeans, Angela, what comes to mind? What comes to mind is that it should be an internal process, But you're, and you say
0: this a lot, you know, when we're in your classes and we're working out, it's like the end result, yes, it is to look good in your clothing, but it's also about striving for more and pushing yourself to points that you thought you couldn't go. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't gotten to the skinny point yet, or at least the point I'm comfortable, but when I'm – sometimes, like you'll say, you say this a lot in class, Like, you're like, okay, women, especially in uh, cycling class, you'll say in spinning class, you'll say there's a racer in front of you, and, like, his name is Envy or Jealousy, and you're going to push past that. And I come out of there, and I push past this mental person, and sometimes I knock them off their bikes depending on what mood I'm in. But I come out of there feeling like I can achieve anything, and that anything that has been kind of blocking me or I've been frustrated by, I can go conquer that that day.
2: You're empowered, so Angela, right? Yeah, you feel really yeah, empowered? Yeah. Mhm,
0: I love it. Oh, it's just it's strength on more levels than just like, okay, now I can do a bicep curl with a 30-pound weight. It's, it's just pure strength. And, you know,
2: Skip, that's like exactly what we talk about, that it's not just fitness and it's not just what you eat. It's the whole mental component, too. It's the trifecta. It all goes together, you know?
1: It does, absolutely. And with that trifecta, I, I love it. We talk about the mind, body, and the spirit, and transformation, it, it comes together in one big package because you can't transform the body without transforming the mind. And once you do that, your spirit is transformed, and it's, it's free to fly. Um, one of the things I love about um, Angela is, is her writing. You are one of the funniest chicks I know, and I can call you a chick because you have a book called <laughs> – it's called The Broke Diaries. The Broke Diaries. Hey, you call yourself the Broke Chick. I love it. (laughs) Don't
0: talk about the Broke Diaries. Oh, my goodness. You know what's so – that book, it came about – and oh, it's so funny because now we have Blog Talk Radio. When I started writing that book, I was in college, and this was in – it started in the late, late 90s, but there was no such thing called a blog. And I had nothing else to do, and I had a major – I was a major medical anthropology and I was looking at the jobs people got with that major, and they didn't pay half as much as a year tuition cost. So I was wow. like, I better learn this computer thing. So mm-hmm. I started detailing, like my day to day like brokenness, you know? Right. And people would send me the nastiest emails, like you're putting all your business out on the internet, and um, it was like <laughs> they were like, I remember somebody was like, just is bad as the white girls, put all your business out there. And this was a time like you didn't even have animated gifs, like you couldn't even see video and stuff, and wow. I was just. Like, <laughs> And I was like, wow, And now everybody has blogs and everybody's, like, detailing their life. But I literally just wrote it. I wrote it as just I need to learn how to make a website. And um, just it's funny how freaking broke I am. But then I tried to sell it as a book for a while afterwards. Nobody wanted it. So then I just stopped trying, and uh, one day Random House, I got an email from them. It was like, "Hey, you ever think about making this into a book?" I was like, "Are you serious?" After I got rejected all these times, <laughs> that's how it happened. That's great. You really want to like email everyone who rejected you and be
1: like, ah, ah huh. but right. you know, not, <laughs> Anna, she writes this. You got to hear, I love this slide. This is my favorite line in the book. It says, I'm so broke, I'm going to knock out my own tooth and pray the tooth fairies down for a dog. <laughs> 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 oh
0: my God, I, that's awesome. Oh God, I remember, man, those days of being, oh, it's just so funny because, it, but it also makes you more creative. Even now, mm-hmm. 'Cause people in Hollywood I work with will be like, You live in the boonies, you live so far but it's um when everything comes easy to you, you don't that you don't have to get creative with it, you know? <laughs> right, right. You don't
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Right, what's they say, uh the
2: expression that um necessity is a mother of all invention? Is that something yep. so that right? You just
0: you just gotta create something, you know? Yep.
1: You gotta so create something. something. Mm-hmm. That is how
0: you learn that uh, ketchup and mayonnaise makes French dressing when you really need yeah. French dressing. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> Add no. some pickle in there. You got the secret sauce from yeah. McDonald's, I think. <laughs> you
1: learn it. <laughs> can be full with an air sandwich. <laughs> and uh, what, is your, what is your favorite broke meal?
0: What's your favorite broke
1: meal? Who, me? My favorite broke meal? Yeah. Oh, Angela.
2: Oh, Angela, then I'll tell you mine. Go ahead. Okay,
1: Angela, oh. what's your favorite broke meal? I oh, see, it.
0: My favorite broke meal is just loading up on condiments at a salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you god! Know, I'm serious. You go with a friend, they get the salad. You just, you know, eat the condiments. Nice little pickles. It's all veggies. Oh
1: my god! Right? It's I'm colorful, so right?
2: Yep. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how the diet should be colorful. That's colorful.
1: Okay. It's so really, colorful. Oh, oh that's and yeah. yeah. Anna, what, what's your favorite broke meal?
2: Well, I can remember, maybe not my favorite, but one that I was like my go-to when I was a dancer in New York yep. many moons ago. Um, my roommate taught me one that I thought was kind of tasty, considering you know I was broke. Uh, it was couscous. She introduced me to couscous with black beans from a can mixed in there, and then stewed tomatoes, diced, you know, from a can, dumped together, just warm them up on the stove, and it tastes tasty. You know, oh. I I would still eat it now, not broke.
1: That 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 is like. Yeah. Okay, that sounds pretty good, right? though. Three
2: ingredients, probably yeah. like $2 maybe, you know.
1: Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. I'm going to share you mine. Here it is. Okay. And, and, and just like hold tight. Um, ramen noodles and ketchup make spaghetti and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my
2: God. Ramen, oh my God. aren't they like $0.10 cents a pack? You're
0: right, you're right, you're oh, right. That's broke. That's broke. Now, now hold on, but broke. what do you do with the, with the package of the seasoning that comes with the ramen? You don't just let that go to waste.
1: No, 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 no. But All you of it. Ketchup, so you have a little color. It looks like, you know, spaghetti. you're having some real spaghetti, you know, and some sauce. I, right. <laughs> it's,
2: it's salsa. He's making salsa.
0: It's very actually that very, like, cheesy.
1: That is so broke. I'm like, ah.
2: Uh,
0: uh, I love it.
2: I thought you were oh, going to say buffer also... nutter sandwich or something. You know what that is? I'm from what Massachusetts. Is
0: that? What is that? Okay.
2: that? Okay. Yeah. I think that people on the West Coast, well, I don't know. You're from the East Coast, so I can't say that. Um don't know no. what this is. Marshmallow no. fluff, do you know what that is? Or jet puff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. bread yeah. made of marshmallows. Oh. That's pretty broke yeah. and sweet and salty all in yeah. one when you, when you top it with some peanut butter.
1: Way better. You know? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. When you need the salt uh, sweet, sweet fix, fix and you don't mind yeah. eating plastic, that's the one.
1: My mother has – a um, uh, my mom, uh, Rebecca Jennings, in New Jersey, has a great um, broke meal. She calls it a jam sandwich. You take two pieces of bread, you jam them together, and you get to in, brother. Go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no jam, just jam them together. You can take one piece full in half and jam it in your mouth. That would work,
1: too. I <laughs> Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> Angela, don't you love it that you came to our show today? We're just
0: totally silly. I'm so. like,
2: I'm learning – so much more. I'm like, we could have a whole broke show. I'm like, man, there's a lot of places broke that churches... There's a broke show and a broke, and
0: a broke
1: buffet. Let's do a broke <laughs> buffet. That is so hysterical. Oh, my oh, God. I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but also, you've written, and, and uh, this is another good book. I, you guys, this is a great read. It's called Mix My Life in Black and White. Uh, where'd you come up with this stuff, girl? And I know it's a memoir of your life, but it's just amazing that you came up with this. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay,
0: now I was, I was so tired of like every book that I had ever been by Rachel being like it was so hard for me, and like I like I got picked on all the time. So I just wanted to write a funny book hmm. that, that that you know something that said okay it was hard at times, but there was a lot of laughter. Like well, my mom told me that. There were no biracial celebrities back then. And so my mom told me David mm-hmm. Hasselhoff was half black, and I ended up writing my black history. <laughs> <laughs> but something else, I, I really, I was writing on Scrubs at the time, and I didn't, I didn't want to really write another book because it takes a lot of energy to do both. Mm-hmm. So I tried to sell it as a um, bunch of people's stories. But then when I sent it to my publisher, they were like, "Um, we really just want your story. And I was like, darn, I have to write another book. It's a lovely, really lovely oh. writing book. I'm just looking at the wall, and my dog's like, can I go for a walk now? But, um, so it's that's how it changed. So I just really tried to tell the parts that I hadn't read before, the funny parts. You know, the parts that, even though they made my mom cringe and she said to me, why don't you write uh, fiction from now on? But mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it came about. Just wanting another side. That's how I think everything I write comes about. Just wanting to read something that's not out there. Look for.
1: Was it your mother who said that love has no color, but doesn't have a clue? Is that a No,
0: they wrote that on the. Um, <laughs> no, my mom actually said at one point she would. She was like, um, she said love has no color, but don't marry a white man if you want to divorce him because you won't get no money. But. <laughs> Now she was like, I was just angry. I was just angry. <laughs> so I would ask her about that later. She would just say, I was just angry. But um, I remember just going to court with her and like that stuff I wrote about. Like they would call him. Uh, they were like, Oh, it's Mrs. Master, Master Alabaster. Because we were going in so much, and she'd be the only person coming in like every day to try to get child support. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm not kidding. <laughs> It would be like, it would be like you see everybody else getting locked up, and oh no, they her okay, One more one chance. Because <laughs> <laughs> my dad only right. got one more chance, and my mom was like, oh, oh my god.
1: That's <laughs> <not> right.
0: <laughs> so it's, it was like I just got a really um, and we lived in Philly, which is so funny because if you read about Philly, it's still it's still such a segregated city, and they were still burning people's houses down, like you know. Black people and interracial couples. When I was growing up, and I'm talking this is in the '80s, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so it was all, and so it's like as a kid to have those concerns, like um, like you're like practicing stop, drop, and roll in your bedroom, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like
1: crazy. No way. No way. <laughs> That's crazy. What was dating I, like for you back in 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 the eighties back in 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 Philly? I know I I have uh, seen some pictures of you, girl, with your uh, salt and pepper earrings on, and you're like you, girl. a I I saw a prom picture of you too in your book. So what oh was my
0: it, what was your
1: dating like back then? Back in the day? You said
0: what was my dating life like? Your dating life,
1: like, what was that like? Oh. Dating biracially, and and who did you date well, and? What was,
0: you know, it was like we lived in all black neighborhoods once my mom left, that once we divorced my dad. So it was really like I just never thought about, until someone else pointed out, like, why is your mom so dark-skinned? You know, mm-hmm. that, that it was just like I was just a light-skinned person. And I was like, really, my dating life was just sneaking around a lot. <laughs> my mom didn't allow dating life, you know, like, <laughs> like man, strict. I'm talking strict. I, I'm just trying to think now, like, kids have cell phones. I remember having to be at the pay phone to call in every hour.
2: Oh,
0: but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, um. I was just a typical, like, God, I wanted a guy with a big gold chain, a rope chain. He could match my earrings with his rope chain. Oh, God. With uh, a boombox on his shoulder, of course, right? That's what I was thinking. I was like, the right. dating life back then was you just wanted the guy with the biggest boombox, right? Yes, right.
2: <laughs> and the most cassettes. Cassettes to go yes! with it. Oh my God. <laughs> I, remember, and so I remember sitting there with my girlfriend. Oh my God. God bless her. She's in New York City. She's so hysterical. But we used to sit with my boombox and wait for our song to come on and hit record really fast, but try not to get the announcer saying, in yeah, right now, make the ex and want to be starting something. And just start recording as soon as Michael's like, do, 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 and record. And then as soon as it's over, stop it so we could have a clean cut of that song. Because you know, our parents were not buying us a 45.
1: Oh, 10, my goodness. That might have cost two
2: dollars, so, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> I just looked on eBay, and people are selling those old mixtapes, like, that we used oh to God. make. Like, they're, yeah. like, genuine 80s mixtapes, you know, made <laughs> from, like, WBLS in New York exactly. and WBN9 in Philadelphia. Like, I was like, oh, I should have saved those. I could retire. It's and, only worth something now.
1: And you know, know. You know the young generation, does, they don't understand that that word mixtape actually comes from us mixing the tape from the radio. That's know, what mixtape really means. Yeah. You know, oh my so awesome. Way yeah, before
2: I, shuffling and downloading, please. I know. Definitely every downloaded. time I
0: I talk about something like this, I feel like you said you felt with the young guys taking off their shirts. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone looks at you like, "What is she talking about?" Right. Like, yeah. Then I got it. on the rotary phone and <laughs> right. when we were
2: the remote control, and your your dad would be like, "Hey, move your head a second. Okay, go change the channel. Not that
0: one. No, nope, next yeah. one. No, not that one." <laughs> <laughs> you know. Awesome. My mom had a remote control with a cord, and we used to be so embarrassed, we used to try to break it by playing jumper with it, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was such a thing, oh my god, that's oh so funny
1: <laughs> well everyone, today you're listening right here at the ship with Anna Skip, we're talking to Angela Nissel here, writer, screenwriter, she's written for Scrubs, she has two books out, The Broke Diaries, and uh, Mixed My Life in Black and White, and she's very talented but she's also a very spiritual person too, I know because we go to the same spiritual community we are um, we go to Agape International Spiritual Center here in uh, L.A. Culver City area. So, um, Angela, so I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about maybe your spiritual practice and what do you what do you do to kind of center yourselves, center yourself because you are in Hollywood and the, and that's the place of superficialness all around. Mm-hmm. How do you keep yourself Ooh. anchored? How do you keep yourself anchored? You know, I'm like, yeah, I work. And even
0: now, it's like when I come home, from work, I'm like, and I work on a cartoon, and it's like I still need to decompress. And, you know, I feel like, and I wish I could say I do it every day. I often find myself not doing it until I need it. I was so good at one point. I was like I would meditate in the morning and then meditate at night. Just like mm-hmm. start off with a fresh slate and then finish with a fresh slate. Then sometimes I get so caught up in work, I'm like, oh, I, I don't have time. And, uh, deadline, deadline. And then you get, like, the person who's, like, about to be attacked by a line, praise to God, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, God, if you save me from this line, you know. So then I really, like, have to just go into, like, a deep two-hour, like, meditation and just sit with my headphones and do a guided meditation. Or that sometimes you will just see me. I have this book called Everyday um, Meditation.
2: And it, it literally,
0: it says, you know, you don't have to be still or be sitting down to meditate like you can do what i did this morning just just take a walk and admire all the beautiful green the different shades of green there are and sometimes i just went out this morning it's like wow you know and for two hours it was just me admiring the beauty and then i just laughed at some of the other concerns that people have And you know, it's like <laughs> it's like oh my god my maid can't show up on mondays
1: like <laughs> really you know, Tetnan Han talks about that. He Tetnan Han has a book called The Miracle of Mindfulness. And the Miracle of Mindfulness says that, you know, what meditation really is is mindfulness. If you're yeah. mindful that you're 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 sitting, you're eating, you're in meditation. You know, the Buddha was once asked by a man, what what do you guys do? What do you Buddhists do? And and Buddha said we eat, we sleep, we drink, we walk. And and the guy said to the Buddha, well, we do all that too. And the Buddha said, well, listen, when we sit, we know we're sitting. When we eat, we know we're oh, eating. Yes. When we walk, we know we're walking. So you're practicing mindfulness. And um, also, I, I love that Eckhart Tolle said this a few months back. It's that sitting still and being quiet and, and meditation is not for everyone. But yes. if you be mindful, you're in that practice of the now, and that's huge.
0: It's so, it's, and it's it's because I think what I enjoy about your classes and about being physical is that's the one place where I feel free to be competitive, and sometimes Mm -hmm. I get too competitive with spiritual things. Like, I'm like, with myself, meaning like, how come I'm sure everybody else's mind is clear right now? How come I keep thinking about pasta or just something like that <laughs> I'm thinking about when everyone I feel like everyone else is in this zone, they're in this on top mm-hmm. of this mountain, you know? And like I'll be sitting there in a group meditation, and I'm just like, I remember those sneakers I was gonna buy, you know? So then I just <laughs> mad at myself, but finding other ways, <laughs> finding other ways to just you know get calm and just get exactly in the moment. Mm-hmm. I come up with some really like there's this one where I just sit there. I I read it somewhere and it's just laugh. You don't have to have anything to laugh at, just laugh. And then you will start to feel humor and funny. And I will, it sounds so funny, but if you do it, it works. You just start, and then you can't stop almost. It's so mm.
1: fun. Yeah.
2: We talked about that on our last show, just the power of laughter, you know, how it yeah. shifts everything. And it's just so amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's a healing, it's a healing property. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're we're actually preparing to do uh, a conference, our spiritual conference called Revelation, and, and um, Revelation will be uh, over at the um, Marriott, um, um, the Marriott in Burbank, coming up uh, the in about a couple of weeks for a revo- uh, Revelation for Agape, and we were talking about prayer. Prayer is actually the same vibration as laughter. So when you oh, laugh, wow. where you're laughing, you are actually praying. It's the same exact vibration. That's awesome. That is amazing, especially for people that are so fearful
2: of spirit and prayer and, you know, I guess the word prayer in itself. So that's really an amazing thing to note.
1: Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we got to ask the question because we're coming down to the last five minutes. So we got to mm-hmm. ask the question. Um I'm going to ask Angela first and then I'm going to ask Anna and then mm-hmm. you guys can throw it to me. Angela, what's your favorite skinny jeans you got in your closet? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: i don't even think they have a name but they have you know they have the best feature ever they have an elastic waist <laughs> <laughs> maternity jeans maternity jeans my friends <laughs> oh, no, they might be but they are comfortable
2: that's all right it's so good
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anna, what's your baby skinny jeans
2: I got to say, I'm a lover of a brand that, as soon as I say it, you're going to be like, that's for old ladies, but (laughs) I'm a lover of Not Your Daughter's Jeans. And they have this, their logo is, you know, N-Y-D-J because it's just cooler looking. But the bottom line is it's not your daughter's jeans. It's like for 50-year-olds and more. But the reason I love these is, number one, a Latina created them. Number two, I'm very long-waisted. So my torso is really long, and I'm pretty slim. I mean, you know me, Skip, right? I have a little waist. problem is if I buy any other brand of jeans, it could be Paige, it could be Seven, it could be Citizen, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. They give me muffin top, and I'm not overweight. (laughs) So it's because they hit me halfway down my hips, and so my curves kind of yes. jump over the top. But in Not Your Daughters jeans, I have a teeny flat waist, and I never have muffin top. And so you know uh-huh. what? I'm standing behind my Latina sister who made them, and I'm proud wearing my NYDJ. Thank you,
0: girl. Uh, I, thought you were I have a closet
2: full of like, them. You want to know how I really feel? I'll tell you. I no, love, I love it. those
0: jeans. I thought you were going to say like mm-hmm. Route 66 or something. <laughs> well, wrangler, Wrangler lee,
2: lee, Lee. No, not Lee Riders. No, they probably actually fit probably really pretty good too. But no. At least I can buy these at Nordstrom and feel like they're fancy jeans. But at the end of the day, they are made for a more mature lady, I think. But you know what? It's okay.
1: Hey, there you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right, Skip, what's yours? Okay, so my favorite pair of skinny jeans, and I don't even know the brand, but I bought them at the store. I know. I bought them at the store down on Robertson in West Hollywood, and um, they were just amazing Pair of jeans that really showed off my behind. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call thing a thing. When you live in West Hollywood, you gotta oh, yeah. give them a little bit of flavor. I put these jeans on and I said, "Wow!" I looked at the person in the mirror and went, "Who's that? Who's that?" I, oh, I love, love it. So, oh I my mean, God! I need to know what those are. Let me know. You're gonna look at the label. Let me know. So next week, I'll tell, tell you. Definitely tell you the brand of the skinny jeans. But I also realized something too. What skinny jeans and skinny jeans for me is is a frame of mind. Is mm-hmm. when you can put on any pair of jeans and go, I look good in that. And it's yeah. really not about your size that we're talking about. It's not really right. about where your your hip size. We're talking about that mind in that place in your mind where you feel healthy, you feel good mm-hmm. and you look at yourself and you go, "Wow, I am sexy." So Anna, yes, if I, I love love throw this you. to you Anna. What is sexy yeah. for you, boo? What is sexy for you? Isn't sexy is just self-love. No. Oh.
2: You know, it's just loving yourself. That is sexy. You can see a girl that may not have the magazine, you know, model body, but she works it and walks it, and she's proud. She loves herself.
0: Great. That's
2: great. That's what I want to see.
1: Yes. Angela, what is sexy for you, boo?
0: Sexy for me is just a good smile and this confidence, and mm. it's just like this aura somebody has. When they just walk into a room, You just they just light it up and fill it with love, you know? <laughs> Anywhere. But a good I'm smile, oh, I love it.
1: <laughs> are, you, are you dating yet? Are you dating again? I should say dating yet like you've never dated. Are you dating yet? Did your you mom let you date yet? <laughs> You're
0: in your, are you dating? Stop sneaking out of the house, Angela. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to date. I'm trying mm. to date. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got stood up twice. <laughs> what? I oh, no. did a whole E Harmony subscription, and my first two dates were like, hey, yeah, I got sick. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to um, deactivate this and just stick to writing for right now. <laughs>
2: Oh, In their defense, goodness. Angela, there's a lot of stuff going around. Skip can contest that I'm just yeah. now get my voice back after two weeks, so they might really have been sick.
0: Yeah, right. I'm still
1: looking at my evil Harmony refund. I got all sad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know Here's the thing, too. If you're open to the right person coming through, that right mm-hmm. person will come through. And oh, sometimes you gotta kiss a lot of frogs to find the oh, prince. Yeah, and you know, I, it's it's <laughs> all good. It is all good. Well. You know,
0: it's it's always, I'm happy, I'm happy now. now.
1: Hey, you're dating yourself. You're dating yourself. So Well, listen, it this has been an absolute pleasure. Um I I am just so incredibly blessed to have incredible people in my life. Annika Bond, you're just such a greatest co-host ever. And uh Angela Nissel, we I I just like you are definitely my sister from another mister and I say that quite a bit. So, but um to all our listeners, you guys make sure you go on Facebook and like us. Go to The Shift with Anna and Skip. Come on, like our, like our page. Like, and, like, um, like. We're going to be giving out some free stuff coming up soon, but you got to like us to get it. So, hey, mm-hmm. until next time, we love you guys. Thanks, Anna. Love, love. you.
0: Hasta luego. Ooh, Bye. <laughs>